Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. And we're rolling. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Twisty Pod podcast. I don't even have my notes set up because I got too excited to start recording. Oh, I am so pumped for this episode. I can hardly put it into words. This is like a concept that I feel like if I was smart enough, if I was creative enough, I would have wanted to have done it on my own, <laughs> like made this the whole premise of this show. Um, but thankfully, there are two people much more talented and much more funny and entertaining than I am that have their own show entirely dedicated to obsessions. But we're going to get into that in uh, just a little bit. I'm already <laughs> like... We're feeling it. I'm already feeling it right now. I don't know why. I think, okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself. Keith and I were gone this past weekend. We come back into that apartment. It's like 60 degrees in here because we turn off everything when we leave. We come back in, it's freezing. So I feel like ever since we got back, which was just yesterday, all this time has passed, we've just been trying to heat up the apartment. And now here I am like wearing this thermal knit sweater. I was in Uggs earlier. I was in sweatpants. I had the fireplace going. And then finally, like I sit down to record this and now I'm like in a full blown sweat because I'm so overwhelmed and like overworked. And like the heat was probably blasting. I made sure to turn it off before I sat down here, but I think it like all caught up to me. And here we are just like, whew, feeling it. I am somebody who like gets overheated very quickly. It could be like the dead of winter and you get into the car and it's freezing and you're like, blast the heat, turn on the seat heaters, like do whatever you can. And you sit there and you're like in your coat and your mittens and your beanie and you're just like trying to warm up. But five minutes into the ride, like I start to get stressed because I'm already hot. And so I'm stripping off my layers. I'm turning down the heat. I turn on the air conditioning. It's like 20 degrees outside. And I'm like, guys, I'm I'm freaking out. I am very warm. And that's just that on that. That's a little thing about me. Um, also a very hot sleeper have to have like the fan on at all times. I also have to fall asleep to noise. That's a fun fact about me. (laughs) All of my life, I've needed some sort of white noise in the background. Television, music. I've never used like a noise maker, but I've been at friends' houses who have used those. Like it's waves, it's buzzing or um, whales. I think people listen to that sometimes. When I was in Florence and there was like no no electronics, I suppose, in our room. The only thing that we had, obviously, was our phones. I would fall asleep every single night with my wired headphones in my ears so I could fall asleep to music and I wouldn't want to disturb my roommates because I lived in a triple. And I would listen to this music, this playlist called Get the F Back to Work. It's a playlist I found like years ago by Grace Beverly and it's all this beautiful classical music. And weirdly enough, I became well acquainted with, you know, some really wonderful pieces from Mozart and such. But it like calmed me to sleep every single night because I couldn't just go to bed all on my own. I needed some kind of, I don't know, assistance. And now I need a fan. I got to watch like Big Mouth. That's usually like my sleeping show. That iCarly, that's usually a good one. We used to watch The Office to fall asleep, but now it's not on Netflix and we don't have Peacock. So somebody send me your login. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. That was just a joke. That was just a joke. Uh, 
Anywho, yes, Keith and I were gone this past weekend. Not like gone, gone, because we really didn't go far. We like literally went around the corner. But we've been really liking like these staycations, I suppose, where we're not really leaving, but it feels like we're going on a little bit of an adventure or a little bit of a vacation. But honestly, it's like 20 minutes away, an hour away, whatever. And um, Keith's sister has uh, a condo that she was letting us stay in so we could kind of like walk around her area, um, kind of outside of Seattle. And it was so much fun. It was just like such a good little, I don't know, like great way to explore a different part of your area that you never have the opportunity to go and explore. I think I'm talking too fast. I'm like (laughs) tripping over my words, but we never take the time to, I don't know, like spend three days exploring a new neighborhood. You're always kind of in your own backyard or maybe you'll go there for an evening and then you go back to where you're comfortable or where your friends are. So it was just, it was really nice, super fun. We went to a hockey game at the Climate Pledge Arena, which is a brand new, nice, a brand new (laughs) renovated arena in Seattle. It used to be the Key Arena and they like stripped it all down, built it brand stinking new from the ground up it's absolutely beautiful and we went to go see a hockey game there because Seattle decided that for whatever reason we need a hockey team I'm I'm happy about the reason I was not unsure about the timing or as to why they never had a hockey team like you think every major city would have one of the major sports but apparently that was something that they just hadn't had or they used to have a team way back when and then they moved to Oklahoma you know me, like I'm just a local pretending that I'm not a local. Um, no, the opposite. <laughs> I'm I'm not a local pretending I'm a local. That's what we are. It's like five minutes into this episode and things are already going haywire. If you've clicked off already, I understand. I'm just letting you know I completely understand. Anywho, we were supposed to go to this hockey game. Very excited about it. Keith received tickets. He won them at work somehow. And there were supposed to be amazing seats, like club level seats. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. First of all, I don't know if I've ever been to a hockey game before in my life. But I don't know if that statement is true. Because somewhere deep in my heart, I feel like I would have gone to a Ducks game, like an Anaheim Ducks game, because that would have been like my, my local team. But I have no memory of ever going to a hockey game there I have a distinct memory of going to the Hannah Montana to meet Miley Cyrus tour there that was really fun but no memories of the Ducks so perhaps it was my first NHL game we did go to a few Spokane games those are the Spokane Chiefs go Chiefs go uh but they're a minor league team so I was like you know really just excited this felt like a whole new um land of opportunity. I had not many things to expect, just a great time. I can always provide that. So we get to the arena. I'm like thinking we're going to be in this like beautiful box. We're in this club level, you know, like all exclusive private. I'm like, dang, look at this. This is what the work provides, you know, when you get free things. Um, it, it wasn't that it wasn't nice. It was just different than what I was expecting because it was a club level not a club box. And I was thinking we had box seats. So I think that was just like my like wanting to be spoiled little brain telling me I was going to be sitting in a box when really we were just on the club level, which truly just means like uh, an area of seats with a little bit better of food options, which were good, albeit expensive. 
very expensive. If I'm going to a hockey game again in the near future, I'm bringing a sack lunch. I'm bringing a sack lunch and a canned beer (laughs) because everything was like a fortune. I couldn't believe it. I mean, this is, this is arenas, you know, this is how this stuff works. They upcharge everything, but still I, we like wanted to go back and maybe get a snack or have one or two drinks. And then I would like cry handing over my credit card because everything was just so dang expensive. But regardless, it was, it was so much fun. It was, it was Black History Night, which was super cool. They had like so many different like events going on. Like every time the players would like take a pause, which that's a whole other thing because there's a lot of sports that I am like very versed in football mainly. Like that would be like my biggest sport that I know the most about. Then probably basketball, then baseball, then maybe like tennis, golf. We're going to skip a lot of sports and then we're going to go all the way to the bottom where we're going to look at hockey. I understand like the premise, you know, of hockey. But if you were to ask me like any logistical rules, penalty, I was going to say penalty kicks. Oh my gosh. Watching too much Ted Lasso. Uh, I don't know much about hockey. So it was like a whole learning curve all at once. I was I was in so much absorb mode. I was just a little sponge sitting in my club level seats watching this game like, okay, so we we had to look up how many periods there are. There's three periods. They're 25 minutes long. And then, and then Keith looks over to me and he goes, I'm having a hard time following the puck. I was like, me too. Oh, it was so stinking funny. I, I, I'm like still giggling about it because we were like just kind of like, I don't know what you call it when everyone around you is just chanting things and like they're all vibing with it. And Keith and I were kind of like, what's going on? But we like totally made the most of it. It was awesome and then they would do these like little educational moments on the tv screen almost like they knew that there are people like us in the audience and they're like this is what this term means it seems really big and confusing but it really just means this and they would use little kids to act it out and then every time like they would take a a little second to pause or whatever they were doing (laughs) like the players would get off to like the side they wouldn't be on the ice anymore and what looked like a pack of elves would come out with their little brooms to get like the dust from the ice the little shavings off the what is it called the rink they were like trying to clean it you know but it wasn't enough for the zamboni to come out in between periods it was just like every five minutes these little like pack of elves would just go back and forth and it was like i'm gonna say 15 kids all in the same matching outfit, beanies, overalls, long sleeve t-shirts, marching out all in unison. They just like, they had it down to a science with their little brooms, getting all the shavings. It was the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. I was more interested in the elves than the whole show. And then of course the Zamboni came out and and that was a hoot and a holler. And like, they just, they put on a show. I mean, go crack and go, go Seattle. That is our, our team name. It was, it was a fun time to be alive. I would totally go back. Although, um, again, with a sack lunch, uh, a sack beer, <laughs> a sack drink, I don't think you can do that, but whatever is legal. Um, and just, you know, I'll, I'll bring the good times and the good vibes, but I cannot promise um, more contributions to 
the with Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The concession stands because it was just, it, it took everything out of my wallet and, and let me dry. But it, it was such a fun time. I would, I would say I learned enough to understand, like if I were to watch the game again, but um, there's a lot, there's a lot still to be uh, educated myself on, educating myself on, my, my grammar for one. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's the summation of my weekend that I so desperately had to share with you. The only other thing that is like pressing me on my mind right now as we're rounding up our little um, weekend recap is my half marathon. Honestly, it's like one of those things that feels like, you know, you have a test coming up and it's the only thing that you can think about. And once the test is over, then you're finally going to be able to breathe and like move on with your life. That's kind of how I feel right now. I just don't feel, it's not that I don't feel relaxed. I'm just constantly thinking about it. Like, okay, what am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? Or when am I going to eat? How am I going to hydrate? Uh, how many preps can I do before, you know, I actually go out and, and run the actual thing? I'm I'm just getting so beyond nervous. And there's been like a little bit of a few complications that I'll explain to you all once I'm actually finished with the run because I I kind of want it to like be a bit of a surprise and yeah so we'll see but it's just like something that is eating me up right now and I'm getting nervous like what if I'm not doing enough what if I'm doing too much that's definitely not the case let's be honest here but I I just haven't felt like I've had enough time to run each day I've definitely given myself enough time to prepare for this. And I know I can do this. I absolutely know that I can. I'm feeling very well prepped. I feel like the program that I followed with the Nike Run Club was perfect. Like genuinely, I know I didn't even do the entire program. And I would do like one or two, maybe three runs per week. And I still feel like I'm very prepared as somebody who was not a runner going into this. So if, if you are more conditioned than I am and you've ever wanted to try this, I highly, highly recommend. I think it's really feasible and it makes it very approachable. I'm I'm loving it. But I just feel, I don't know, I think it's just that doubt that comes in like before you're actually going to get down and and do the darn thing. I think there's just like that little bit of anxiety, honestly. But the hardest part that I've been struggling with like in this very moment or this past week or so is that it is raining like a mad hatter outside. And that is a phrase that makes no sense and that I just thought of on the fly. But it is raining so much, so stinking much. And you think it's like just going to be a little bit, but it is inches. I think today alone, we're supposed to get one to two inches of rain. One to two just today. And it's supposed to be raining every single day this week. And if I was going out for a rainy run and I was just going to do a 20 minute, like 30 minute run, I would say, you know what, this is going to be fun. We're going to make the most of it. Yes, I'm going to come back soaked, but I'm going to be Brad. I'm going to be be glad that I went and 
in the end, you know, it's, it's fine. It's just like 20 minutes. But if I'm going out to run like 11 miles and that's going to take me like just about two hours, I would prefer not to be absolutely drenched for a two hour duration. Like that just does not sound fun or enjoyable. And I would have like wet socks, wet shoes. I'm absolutely praying it is not going to be raining on the actual race day, but God only knows. If that's the case, and like, of course, we're just going to make the most of it and enjoy ourselves. But in this moment, I'm getting frustrated because I want to be training and I'm nervous that this is like my crunch time. And here we are not being able to crunch. But you know how like people will say like you can kind of like regress right before like the big day. I would apply that knowledge to myself if I hadn't been slowly regressing like these past few weeks. <laughs> so we'll see. Either way though, I I know even though I'm expressing doubt, I'm very confident in myself. I'm very confident in my ability to do it. I know it's going to be hard, but I do feel very very prepped. And that makes me really excited. So I just I just can't relax my mind, but it's going to be fine. My last little fun update for you. Ah, this is actually a really fantastic one. And I don't think I've shared this on the podcast, but excuse me if I have. No, I haven't because I think I decided it after we talked last. Whatever. I digress. I finally, 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 finally sat down on my computer and booked my appointment to take my certification personal training exam, my personal training certification examination is what I should say, which is the most exciting thing for a whole, a whole number of reasons. Number one, I have been wanting this for years, truly years. This is something I've always thought would be such an incredible certification to have. I would love to have more knowledge under my belt just for my own personal gain and also for myself as a creator in this space. I want to be more reliable. I want to be a better creator for all of you. I think that this is something that I've always been interested in and it's always been a passion of mine. So to get the opportunity to further my knowledge in this short-term manner, and I mean, this is just one certification. You can get so many that will help better you as a, a certified fitness professional. But even still, like it's just such a blessing that I'm able to do this and it feels like such a stinking long time coming and that's because it is. So if you if you might remember, I signed up for this course actually, I want to say on the 15th of February, 2021. So just over a year ago. And I studied a lot, especially initially. I studied a whole bunch. I would go to coffee shops and I would stay there for hours and I felt like the initial material was like really boring to me because it was very like, you know, like the first chapter of a textbook, like you're reading a history textbook and it's basically like, this is what history is. And you're like, yeah, I kind of got that. So could we move forward to like what it entails? That's how I felt with this, this uh, course. And then like as time went on, obviously, like I got past the the boring part and I moved into like a little bit more of like the juice. You kind of move into like what a CPT is going to do in a gym setting. And then you move into, um, I don't know, like you start to go through like the the body and the nervous system and the muscular system, et cetera. So anywho, um, as I was starting to study, like I would, I would, I was just having a really hard time, mainly like on a, on a personal level. I was just dealing with 
a whole lot of anxiety, a whole lot of feelings that were not making me feel like my best self. And I felt like I couldn't give any ounce of my energy to any more than what I was already allowing myself to do. Because otherwise I would have just been like flowing through the motions. And I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to just like cram for this and then get the test pass it and like move forward. I wanted to make sure I was fully absorbing this knowledge. And because I was feeling so not myself, so anxious and overwhelmed, like with so many other unrelated things, all I could give my energy to was either this podcast or to myself, hopefully, or to YouTube. Because at the end of the day, like those were the the more important things that the CPT was kind of like my add on. And since I didn't have the energy for it, and I didn't have the willpower. I was sacrificing my mental health to continue to study for this. So I kind of just like had to slowly put it to the side. And little dumb me didn't fully realize. And in my defense, I don't feel like I was fully told, but that's just me probably making excuses. I don't feel like I was fully aware that the exam expires, which is a really, honestly, a really rude thing to do because what that means in this context is that when it expires, you have to pay for another one, essentially. So it expires after 180 days, six months or so, to um, to take the exam. So if you don't take the exam in that amount of time, it expires. You still have access to all of the course material, but you need to pay for a re-exam. So um, that is what I I just recently did, and I paid for the examination, and then I booked it in that same session. So I wouldn't be like, you know, mulling it around, like, is this going to take another blah, blah, blah amount of time? I just said, no, we're, we're doing this now. We're booking it. And now I finally have my date on the books. So that feels like a weight lifted off my chest, like very truthfully, because I, I know I can do this and I know it's something that I want. And it's going to be a fun process now that I feel like I'm in a better state. And I don't want it to come off as like I'm complaining, but I am at least in a way I'm very proud of myself for not sacrificing my mental health to just get this done or to put another thing on my plate. And there's kind of like this balance that I've been trying to like struggle with recently where I'm I'm not leaning into productivity culture, but I'm also not like using maybe like time off as an excuse to myself I don't know if I like know the proper way to even say it, but like we're such victims of like just constantly go, going, going. (laughs) What? It's like a very American thing, I would definitely say, but just hustle culture, productivity culture, like we're bred to think, oh, it's better to just constantly be hustling and you have a nine to five and then you have a five to nine and then, you know, you're, you're always moving your body and you're you're never taking time off because rest is for the week and all this stuff. And that's a horrible mentality. But then there's like the flip side of things like where my brain goes sometimes where I procrastinate and I'm lazy and I I tell myself, okay, don't lean into productivity culture. Basically do nothing instead. And I got to find my happy medium. And there's, I mean, it's a lot more complex than that. I'm trying to find a way to like put it into better words But that's where I'm at right now. And I'm proud of myself that we finally have this on the books. I'm proud that I I took my time to 
do this the right way. And I didn't want to just like rush into things just because, um, it was, I don't know, like the quick way to do things or to just like check something, you know, off and move forward. But hopefully this is just the beginning. And maybe if I really, really love like the entire process as a whole, I'll seek out another certification. Um, I'd love to learn more about nutrition, but I also feel like I value registered dietitians so much. I could never like surmount to that. So I don't know how I could just become like a nutritionist and compare myself because I just know that they're like so cool, but that doesn't mean like having knowledge is bad, like at all. So maybe I'm just, I'm just talking to talk now. Anywho, I'm so excited. This is going to be such a fun um, thing to finally just be like Taylor Woods, CPT. She knows so many things and she's going to help everybody and herself on her journey. And I'm going to come from such more of a knowledgeable place it's like such a weird thing. I keep thinking, oh, like when I have all this knowledge, then I'll be better. Like when I know these things, then I'll be more qualified. But I already know so much and I don't give myself enough credit in that way. So cheers to you noticing yourself as you are right now and not waiting for a degree or a piece of paper to tell you that you are officially that thing. You've been studying, you've been working so hard for whatever it is that you are like trying to get that like certification of and the journey, like the process of studying for it is the most difficult and intensive part. Of course, once you have it, like, yes, that means that you are the real deal, but don't discredit like all of the knowledge that you have up to this point. It doesn't mean that. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're not bettering yourself. (laughs) All right, are we ready to get into this? Because I... I absolutely am. So after I just ranted about my life for 25 minutes, we're going to get into our obsessions. So there is this amazing podcast called Obsessed. And I have been a fan of this podcast actually since day one because I was already a fan of the host of the show. So it is a Spotify podcast and it is hosted by Mary Beth Barone and Benito Skinner. And it's funny because even though like I'm saying that, I can hear their voices in my head so profoundly. Like they just, they're so iconic to me. Benito Skinner, you might know him on Instagram or on TikTok as Benny Drama 7. And he does like these hilarious skits. He's mostly known for like putting on a whole new wardrobe, does like fantastic makeup. He always does a a fun little um, Halloween special. And he is just like the best comedian ever because he is so good at impressions and voices and he just like pokes fun at himself in like the best way. He's got a lot of great skits about like uh, the the Gen Z intern. He always does impressions of the Kardashians. I know he's maybe done, no, I don't think he's done Britney. Maybe he has. He definitely has, whatever. 
but he's so stinking funny. And I've been a fan of his for a really, really long time. So I've always kind of followed him quite religiously on Instagram. And I think I only found Mary Beth, the other co-host, through Benito because they they were friends or maybe they're just fellow comedians, whatever. So when Benny Drama 7 posted about this new podcast that he was starting with Mary Beth Brown, I was immediately intrigued because I knew that this was going to be good. And essentially, the premise of the podcast is that they are two uh, millennial folks who just love pop culture. One might even call them obsessed. And every single week, it's just, it's very, very simple that every episode, each of them shares one thing that they are both obsessed with. And the other one will kind of like jokingly agree or disagree with whether or not they think that obsession is viable or not. None of them have disagreed up to this point, just a spoiler alert, because they're all fabulous and fun. But I love them because they're so obscure. Like if you think, okay, what's something that you're obsessed with? You might say, I'm obsessed with the Jonas Brothers. I don't know. That's like a very, um, you know, like well-known obsession. But they'll be like, oh, I'm obsessed with watching this one-hour documentary of the Titanic ship sinking on YouTube. And you're like, wait a minute, I need to know a lot more information. How do we move forward from this? And I have found such incredible, like little pockets of the internet from these two. And it's such a fun podcast to listen to because it's just the two of them that have the best banter. They just go back and forth. It's a very uh, formulaic podcast, which I actually feel like I'm very driven towards because it, it feels like less anxiety inducing to know exactly what you're expecting. Like they have the exact same intro. They they talk about their days and they move into each of their obsessions. They explain whether or not the obsession is viable and then they move forward. Like that's it. The episodes are 20 minutes, very digestible. And I've become myself obsessed with them. One might even say it's one of the obsessions of today. And I think it's just a beautiful premise for a podcast. I love any podcast that has a formulaic outline because I think it's a really great way to build your brand. It's also a great way to kind of like continually build episodes off of your formula. So I wanted to do my own little obsessions for the day. And I wish I had a co-host because I want somebody to be like, that's a great obsession, Taylor, or that's so silly. But um, Reese is sleeping on the floor. She's kind of like dozing off you know like when dogs start to like kind of whimper when they're sleeping and you can tell they're like having a bad dream or they're running in their sleep because their paws are kind of like moving back and forth she's doing that right now so I won't disturb her for the focus of this podcast it's definitely not that important like get your rest girl but um I'd love to share with you all my obsessions for the week this is so much fun I feel like I'm an imposter Mary Beth or Benito if you guys are listening to this Please know that this is coming from admiration. Um, imitation is the biggest form of flattery, and I want to flatter you both. So my first obsession of the week, I have two. The first is my, what I'm thinking is like a second form of my personality at this point, my Kindle walks. That's kind of what I'm calling them because I don't know what else to call them. But let me just set the scene, okay? So it has been raining nonstop, as I mentioned. It is just raining cats and dogs and lightning and thunder here in Washington state. And I have just not been able to handle it because you know why I'm an outdoor walking gal. I take my podcast. I take my AirPods. I go out on a walk. I walk for like two hours. I just walk Reese. We just hang out. We go around town. 
but when it's like not drizzling okay we're talking downpour it's not enjoyable experience it just isn't and because I'm such a homebody in so many senses and I work from home and I sit all day long and I sit on my podcast and I sit on my computer doing my YouTube channel and I sit in the kitchen eating my food I just don't walk that much and so I was kind of getting down like I need to be moving more how can I move my body more and I've always kind of liked doing some treadmill walks. It's always been something that I found is fairly easy to accomplish because it's it's close. Like I don't have to drive that far to get to my gym. It's easy. I'm I'm in one place. I'm not like, you know, walking around for 2 hours and then I have to walk myself back home. I can walk out of the gym whenever I want, you know. And also it's just it's kind of mindless. The first like few minutes, just like any workout. The first few minutes are not fun, but you kind of push past them and then it becomes like your mind drifts away. So I was trying to start walking again on the treadmill and it really wasn't super enjoyable. A lot of times I'll go on my phone and I'll try to distract, my, distract myself some way. So I'll do some emails. I'll maybe write an outline for um, a video coming up or I'll answer DMs. That's a great thing to do on the treadmill. It's like actually fantastic. Or I'll just listen to a podcast and try and zone out, but that doesn't work all that well. So finally, I was like trying to put two and two together and I had gotten super into reading and I'm thinking, okay, well, what if I just tried? What if I just tried to bring my Kindle with me to the gym? Yes, I'm going to look a little dorky, but I think this just might work. So I packed my little Kindle and my little gym bag, which in my case is not a bag. It's just the pockets of my big puffy jackets. And I brought myself over to the gym. I set it up on the treadmill. And I am not kidding you when I say that the time just evaporates. It is like a miracle that I have never experienced before. Now, there are a few things to this, okay? First of all, you must be already invested in a book. I would not recommend this method for anybody who is just starting out a book, whether it be a, a hardcover, paperback, Kindle, whatever you choose. I wouldn't say that this is going to be the easiest formula if you're starting out like a brand new nonfiction novel. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little hard to just kind of like dive into. However, you know, if you want that kind of challenge, you go for it. You prove me wrong. But if you are maybe like halfway through a book or you are three quarters of the way, uh, an hour, an hour will pass and you won't even realize that your little toes are dragging underneath your body because you are so enthralled with whatever is happening in this beautiful Kindle of yours. You didn't even realize that you were just on the treadmill for 75 minutes. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Sorry, I kind of just screamed there. I forgot I was on a podcast. So this is just me like trying to find a way to move my body a little bit more, avoiding all of the rain outside because I can't go on outdoor walks. And I'm so obsessed with reading. Like I'm just in this little moment of my life where all I want to do is read. What's a better way than to just kind of like two birds, one stone it. You know what I'm saying? You go to the gym. You, you, you don't even have to do an incline walk. It can just be like a light tap back and forth. If you think like the bouncing is going to bother you, I did get a few DMs about that. Does not bother me. However, I think because of like the way that my brain works, it it's like not that distracting. But if it gets like a little bit off, I kind of like center myself 
take myself off the treadmill for a second, you know, like put my feet on either side, just kind of like chill, drink a, bit, a little bit of water and then get back on and I'm usually totally fine. I also have to wear headphones. That's another weird thing. We blast music in our ears <laughs> while we are reading so I can like zone in again. I don't know just how my brain works. And it's like this miracle of life. I I don't know how, but if I'm like on my phone while I'm on the treadmill and I'm just trying to go for 20 minutes or something, the minutes are snails. Every second is slower than the last. And I'm just sitting there going, how has it only been, you know, two minutes on this clock right now? It makes no stinking sense. But you bring out your Kindle and all of a sudden game changed. So Kindle walks absolutely phenomenal. Oh my golly gosh. Okay. So that's kind of like the end of my rant. So it doesn't really matter what I'm going to say at whatever I was going to have to rant on about about my Kindle walks. Bottom line, I'm obsessed with Kindle walks, but I've almost forgot to mention like probably the most important part of this entire episode. I have no idea how I didn't put it on my notes. So last week, our first episode back, I asked you all, would you be interested in starting up a Geneva chat, having a an app where we can all basically just have our group chat. It's kind of like an updated, not updated, more like user-friendly version of Discord. I've been wanting to do it for a really long time. And your feedback was so kind, so overwhelmingly positive. It blew me away in the most positive way. So we have finally did it. Okay. We have our own, don't get it twisted, Geneva group chat. It is not Twisty Pod exclusive. It is technically like an extension of this podcast, kind of in replacement of the Instagram. But in my eyes, I kind of just see it as like anybody who is in this community should and definitely can be a part of this group chat. So if you're not familiar, you've never used Geneva before. It's very, very user friendly. Download the app for free. If you'd like to join our chat, I have the link listed in my Instagram bio. It's also in my TikTok bio. I can also make sure it's in a YouTube description and will be in the description for this episode. I'll leave it pretty much in every show note from this point forward. But it's um, it's in my Instagram bio. I have like a, a group link. It's called a Hoobie. And if you click on it, you go all the way to the bottom. There'll be a link that will take you directly to our chat. You answer like one or two questions to make sure you're not a little robot. And then once you're in the chat, um, you can introduce yourself. You can say where you're from. If you'd like, you don't have to. I, I hate when people make you do that. So you don't you don't have to. Um, you can participate in any of the different subsections. We've got a question section, a resources section, like a what are you reading kind of section, a step into two, um, oh my gosh, step into 22, like celebration section, celebrating your accomplishments or just celebrating a test that you took that day, whatever you want it to be. Um, did I already say questions? Probably uh, just like a chat room, places to bond. Like that's what I want this to be, just a fun place for everybody to engage with one another and not just based on me and my terms and when I want to upload something and when I'm going to post something on Instagram. I want this to be a two-way street and not even two-way because there's going to be like bajillions of you. <laughs> not actually, but you know what I mean? I want this to be so fun so comprehensive and enjoyable. So uh, if you're interested, and I, I really hope that you are, everybody is welcome. Um, I'll, like I said, I'll make sure all the information is in this episode's description on YouTube and wherever you're listening to the pod. So I couldn't forget to say that. Like I made this whole little cute outline and I was like, hmm, what am I going to talk about? And one of the only reasons I wanted to make sure I recorded today was to talk about Geneva. So 
that's that's me being very forgetful but it it is officially launching today i just like let in um some people um today on sunday when i'm recording this but it's launching on on monday and it's been like so much fun so far i'm i'm absolutely loving it so i hope that you'll come come and join and bring any questions that you have for the podcast or just um any discussion points that you want to extend whatever you want it to be i would i would absolutely love to have you okay our second and last obsession of today's episode okay this is like a super fun one i'm going to try and like tone it down but we don't need to be toning ourselves down because this is our podcast and we can be our best selves and whatever so i made a, a video maybe two or three weeks <laughs> i'm getting too excited tripping over my words I made a video two or three weeks ago talking about how I am just absolutely a fan girl for Dairy Queen, which is the funniest thing ever. Because if you just look at the words Dairy Queen put next to each other, I'm I'm not a dairy girl, but I am a Dairy Queen. Do you know what I'm saying? I went to Dairy Queen like a whole bunch of times, like back to back. And I had one like very unique experience where I just felt like the customer service was so top notch and made me like make this little video where I was just talking about how much I freaking love Dairy Queen. I love blizzards. I love customer service. It was just like this little triple threat, the the Holy Spirit, if you will, <laughs> the Holy Trinity, <laughs> Catholic jokes. So of course, like now that I started talking about Dairy Queen, uh, your algorithm starts to listen to you. And on TikTok, there is this incredible account by the name of Dairy Queen Shelby TWP. And this is my second obsession of today's episode. So Dairy Queen Shelby TWP stands for the Dairy Queen location located in Shelby Township. No, here we go. Shelby Township, Michigan. And it is run by, I believe, the store manager. Her name is Miranda. And Miranda has worked at Dairy Queen for nearly 10 years. And she is just like a blizzard at Dairy Queen. And I mean that in the most literal sense. She is a queen. She she has these magical hands that just can formulate the most delicious ice cream you have ever seen. This account has 2 million followers on TikTok. So it's not like I'm this revolutionary Dairy Queen Shelby TWP discoverer. However, I would like to be like her number one fan. It is just like the most aesthetically pleasing, maybe not like ASMR-y kind of account, but you know like those videos where something is just like so um, peaceful to the mind to watch happen. Like maybe they're, they're just like, what's a good example? Honestly, this account, like she's just taking a cone and then she'll put like the perfect swirls of vanilla soft serve on the cone. It puts the perfect amount of Oreo chunks on the side, perfect amount of peanut butter fudge syrup all around the top. Like it is just so gorgeous that it makes you infatuated with the whole process and she does everything and she just has this like amazing peaceful voice where she'll just narrate a story and all of a sudden you're enthralled because she's making this gorgeous creation but she's also narrating the story behind it and before you know it like you're here I am literally I'm salivating 
I'm sitting there wondering like how I can get to the nearest Dairy Queen and stat like stores are already closed. It's 1130 p.m. But how can we get ourselves a Heath Blizzard with extra Heath pieces and vanilla soft serve? These are the questions that I ask myself late at night. I'm going to actually play one for you because it's so gorgeous that I I feel like it has to be shared with you all in this moment. Okay. So this is her topped pin TikTok. And it has 30.2 million views. So like I said, this girl, it's not like I'm, you know, discovering her. Her her actual most popular video, at least that is pinned, has 44.6 million views. And she does 10 layers of chocolate dipped on a (laughs) soft serve cone, which is really funny. Okay, we're going to listen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've been working at Dairy Queen for almost 10 years, so I know a lot of old menu items. A customer ordered a Jack and Jill Sunday, and usually if I don't know what something is, I can figure out how to make it based on the name or at least recommend something similar, but I had no idea what this was. I looked it up, and it's a Sunday with hot fudge on one side and marshmallow on the other that was on the menu in the 60s. Here's the original poster for it. Okay, so the video's like a little bit anticlimactic when you're just listening, but you're watching this girl, and she's just... I don't know. I think it's just because it's so delicious and something about somebody who works in customer service that just has such a passion for serving people and for, for what she does and also for working somewhere for 10 years. I I think I like that side of the story almost more. And as somebody who has only like exclusively ever worked in customer service myself, I I can get it. Like I love serving people and I love, I don't know, like the satisfaction that it brings you. And I was never like as good as Miranda at the Dairy Queen Shelby Township in Michigan, but I certainly can relate to that level of just like caring for every step of the process and almost loving it so much that you're going to make a 2 million followed TikTok account for millions of people to see. It's phenomenal. And I, I don't know. I just thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And I think her account is arguably better than the actual official Dairy Queen account because it's so personal. And I think a lot of people love that personalized touch that comes with not exactly like influencing in this sense, but you know, it is this girl who is running her own store and it's her her passion in a way to bring these stories to life about her customers or some of her orders or even just like her and some of her um, fellow colleagues, they started juggling blizzards upside down to see if they would pass the upside down test. And they were like really bad at the juggling part, they said, and they were. Um, But even still, like the blizzards didn't fall out. They were tossing these things up and down for like a minute straight and nothing fell out. Not only is that fun to watch, but also it's incredible marketing. Like it's just all around like this beautiful masterpiece. And at the end of the day, you're now more interested and enticed to go to somewhere like Dairy Queen, especially like this location. I bet you she is just swamped 
all of the time. If I ever find myself in Michigan, you bet your bottom dollar, I'm going to the Dairy Queen, Shelby TWP. That's right. Woo! Okay, we're going to end up with our question of the day, question of the week. This question is from Alyssa. She says, what are you most excited about for your half marathon? That is an extraordinarily tough question. You know, I think I'm excited for a few things. I know you said the most, but I'm going to say a few. I'm excited for like the, the feeling that you get like in the middle of the race when you see people cheering you on. I've never run a race by myself before. I've always run them. I think I've almost always run them with Keith. Not in like, you know, before I knew him, but ever since I've known him, I've always run them with Keith. So I'm a little bit nervous for what that's going to feel like. But I'm also really excited because you get this like fun momentum from strangers just cheering you on. It's the most gorgeous and beautiful thing. And it's such a privilege to feel that yourself, like to be cheered on by strangers. So I think I'm really excited to have that feeling and to feel that feeling. I'm also really excited for when it's going to be over, (laughs) to be honest with you. I'm excited to vlog it as best as I can. That was kind of supposed to be a surprise, but you all are my like surprise spoilers. Like I tell you all everything. So it's fine. I think I'm also excited for whatever food they're going to give me at the finish line. Like I kind of forgot that that was something that they do because I don't think I've ever run a race where you get food at the end. I've probably done one where they give you water. Maybe. (laughs) I don't remember ever getting handed like, you know, big treats or something. But when I was doing a race once with coach Bennett, like just like a practice run, he was like, imagine the bagel slices that you're going to get at the end, the orange slices, all the, the water or whatever, the Gatorade. I was like, did you say bagels? (laughs) Can we rewind? Yeah. Hello bagels. I think I remember at my sister's marathon, they gave her like a whole bunch of stuff. And you think, okay, well, that makes sense. Like you technically are paying for all of this. Like you paid for the race, you paid for your registration, your bib, all that. So it makes sense that they're going to give you something. But I feel like I wasn't expecting any of that. So whatever I receive at the end, even if it's just an orange slice or it's just a t-shirt, I'm going to be happy either way. I, I think that's like a really cute thing. I just kind of forgot that was even like an option, I guess. So yeah, that's going to be really cool. I know, um, I think I was reading like some of the the details further and it said something like, you're going to get, I don't know, like more of like a meal. And that sounds impressive. Also, like what are the logistics of these things? I have no idea. Also, like we're still in the pandemic. So I'm, I'm just going to wait and see, you know? (laughs) Okay. Last but not least, um, that was a good question. Thank you for asking that. Last but not least, our wellness tip of the week. This is always like a a fun little one to end on. And I've been trying to like think of more things like more um, me, I guess. Like I don't, I feel like sometimes I don't relate to wellness tips that are like, you know, take three deep breaths before you brush your teeth in the morning (laughs) because I just never remember to do that. So I want to think of things that are so, that make so much sense to me in my mind. And I really thought that this one was a great one. tooting my own horn on my own podcast produced by me written by me it's too much okay Okay, I'm so sorry okay 
you know, no, I'm not getting the giggles. Okay. Wellness tip of the week um, is I want you to do something nostalgic for yourself. Particularly, I had written down to either watch a nostalgic show, a nostalgic movie, or read a nostalgic book. Something kind of like in that medium, I think, would be the most fun. But I'll let you pick whatever you want it to be that is nostalgic for you. For example, I love watching nostalgic movies, movies that I know I've seen, so I feel comfortable rewatching. But there's also that element of like funness because you're rewatching it and it kind of can bring back new memories for you. I just finished the entire Harry Potter series um, this past week and it was absolutely the, the the best time of my life. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I've seen all of them multiple times. The last three, I think I had seen the least amount, but even just rewatching Deathly Hollows part two, I had this like core memory re-unlocked in my mind of going to the midnight premiere with one of my best friends, Jordan, from back home. And like there would just be moments in the movie where the entire audience would have like the same reaction. We'd all be laughing together. We'd all like maybe cry together or laugh. So many funny moments in Deathly Hollows Part 2 that you like in the moment, I think you're just like so amped because you kind of feel anxious like about what's going to happen, especially for viewers like me who hadn't read the book. Like I really didn't know what was going to happen to Harry or who was going to die or anything. And there would be moments where Molly Weasley, you know, she would be like, stay away from my daughter, you beep. (laughs) And then the whole audience is laughing. And it just all of a sudden, like I'm flashed back to sitting in that movie theater with my best friend and watching this incredibly historical film, like this monumental moment. And it was like the best little nostalgic moment for me. And I feel like I've been on that little high all week long and I've been wanting to kind of maybe watch another nostalgic movie or now I think I maybe mentioned this but I was gonna um start reading Harry Potter I'm gonna be renting all of the books making that very clear renting all of the Harry Potter books will not be purchasing anything thank you very much uh and I'm super excited to do that because even though that's not necessarily nostalgic it's still like in that same vibe so that same category so if there's something to you that Maybe you don't even remember to be as nostalgic, but it's a movie that you remember liking. Just turn it on. Treat yourself. It doesn't even have to be something that you sit down and watch. You could be doing other chores while it's playing. That's my guilty pleasure for sure. I do laundry when I'm watching movies. I cook dinner. I maybe like plan out or do some emails or something for the week. And it's like a great way of kind of treating yourself while also getting things done. I think it's like my my cheat, to be honest with you. Like it's my way of getting around not wanting to work. But it works. It works and then it puts me in a happy mood because I did something for myself and I also got things done. So go watch something nostalgic. Go read a nostalgic book that you remember loving. Anything that's going to like, you know, bring out like a little core memory for you. I want you to have that moment. Thank you so much for listening. This was a fun episode. Don't forget Geneva. Okay, go to the description of this episode right now. Click on the link to our little Geneva thing. It might ask you to download the app. I promise you it's 100% free. You just fill out one or two questions. You're in the group chat. Say hello. Say that you're from the pod. This is all for you, and I want it to be as helpful and as fun as possible. So let me know what you like about it. If there's things that you want to add or change or another uh, group or room or whatever, 
let me know. But um, yeah, look in the episode descriptions. Thank you so much for listening. Go follow me on my personal Instagram at Taylor Woods with two L's. Subscribe to the Don't Get It Twisted YouTube channel. And I'll see you next week. Woo! Thank you.